Finnovate showcases cutting-edge banking and financial technology through a global conference series featuring short-form demos and thought leadership. Now, the conversation continues on the Finnovate podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Finnovate podcast. This is our first post-Finnovate fall digital podcast, which is really exciting for us. And joining me today, we have William Mills, the CEO of William Mills PR. William, thank you so much for joining me today. It's my pleasure. Thanks for inviting me, Greg. So for anybody who doesn't know William, he's been at, I think, almost every Finnovate in the United States so far, a couple of them in Europe as well. Our relationship goes way back. You've seen quite a few demos over the years, no question about it. Uh, but could you take a moment and just introduce yourself for anybody who maybe hasn't heard of you or your firm? Sure. William Mills Agency is the largest PR firm in the financial tech industry. We represent about 60 fintechs and have been around since the late 70s. I joined the firm in the 1980s, so I've seen quite a transformation not only in my career, but during Finnovate as well. Yeah, I mean, certainly there's a lot that's changed since then and a lot that's changed really since you started coming to Finnovate way back in uh, 2007. So we were trying to do the math on this, but we came up somewhere where you've seen maybe in the neighborhood of 1,500 to 2,000 Finnovate demos over the years. Does that does that sound about right? That sounds about right. And only maybe 50 gongs throughout that time uh, where people get cut off. But uh, I've seen some fantastic organizations, several organizations that like uh, Credit Karma was just a small company. When I saw it at Finnovate, uh, Chris Larson at Ripple and other companies. So it's really been an amazing opportunity for me to grow professionally, as well as to see some of the really cutting edge technologies. That's certainly what we hope to achieve. And it's great to hear that we've been able to provide that for you. And obviously you keep coming back. So if uh, we're fooling you, it's a long, it's a long con at this point. But what, we, what I'd like to talk about today is, you know, the recently concluded Finnovate Fall 2020 Digital, our first digital event. Um, and, and kind of talking through the best of show winners. We had five best of show winners at that event, which were selected by the audience, as they always are. You know, it's 100% audience voting. The Finnovate staff does not vote. No presenters are allowed to vote for themselves because of the obvious conflict of interest. But um, I wanted to just kind of go through them one at a time and get your thoughts on you know, what you thought was unique about them. We'll do it in alphabetical order, the same way we announced the winners to avoid playing favorites. Although I think we're going to start with one favorite of yours because I know Finsley is a client of yours and you've been helpful for them both in preparing for Finnovate Fall Digital and the Finnovate Awards, which they also took home a prize this time. So, you know, well played to Finsley, but let's start by getting your thoughts on their Bank OS platform that they showed at Finnovate Fall. Well, I was really happy for these folks because I like them a lot. I mean, we work with, a, you know, like 60 different companies, but uh, they, they've got a language that I really like, which is rip and replace is not practical for FIs. Mm -hmm. And they also talk about banking at fintech speed. So, you know, there's a lot of people that talk about that stuff, but they've got a simple mantra of subscribe, try, and launch one at a time. And I believe at uh, Finnovate, they showed how they had a cloud-based open app for uh, payments, but it could be lending, it could be account opening, it could be anything. So I think they've got a really good way of thinking about how to help financial institutions be better competitive, not only against other FIs, but against non-bank banks, whether it's Amazon or Google or Apple or any of the other organizations like that. 
Yeah, no, it's a difficult task for Finsley to get up on stage and demo their solution because it's not easy to kind of immediately see the real value behind it. Because to your point, there are a lot of different ways that that technology can look, um, a lot of different ways that, or pieces of technology that it enables, I should say. Um, and so, you know, when you think about being able to bring a bunch of different types of fintech into a bank in, w- without really looking at the core service provider, you know, kind of not saying ignore that, but saying we can build on top of whatever CSP you have, we can make this tech available to you. It, it's not difficult to see why it resonated with the audience in this moment where everybody's trying to really up their digital adoption and, and add pieces that are uh, really important in the wake of COVID-19 and everything that's going on right now. So um, you know, we've watched them before. We've seen their kind of messaging evolve. We've seen the way that they frame it evolve. And this was, I think, a really good showing for them. Um, and, and it's really cool technology, no question about it. Well, Greg, you know, you and I have talked that, you know, of these winners, three of these five are mainly helping create a better digital experience for the financial institution and their customers. And two are are about creating better lending experiences for the financial institution and their customers. So clearly you've got a trend going here that right now people really want to find a way to make their financial institution as easy to use as an Apple experience, Google experience, or any other big tech. Yeah, totally. I mean, you see those two big pain points in the industry right now, digital adoption and needing to move capital where it needs to go. That's that's incredibly important. So uh, let's move on to the next one, kind of focusing on this increased digital adoption. Now, this is a very different strategy, but and we've seen this company do well before. Uh, Horizon won at Finnovate Fall 2020. They also won Best of Show last time out in Berlin at Finnovate Europe earlier this year, the last in-person event we were able to do. Um, and they've got a really cool platform that allows or that helps financial institutions accelerate digital adoption by educating customers and educating their own employees, which is a really crucial step. And I think frequently an overlooked step in the digital adoption process. Um, What were your thoughts on Horizon? I thought they did a fabulous presentation. And uh, I I mean that because they had three easy parts, self-serve, assisted serve, and employee enhancement, which was cool by itself, you know? I mean, Steve just did a great job communicating and articulating their value prop. But what blew me away is they said, here, here's how it's used at Bank of America. Here's how this is used at US Bank. Here's how this is used at Wells Fargo. I mean, they were showing, Steve was showing real life examples at some of the biggest banks in the world, including Royal Bank of Canada, and showing stats on how it helped, whether it was the uh, employee enhancement or the self-serve, how it assisted 20% of the conversions from from assisted serve to self-serve. I mean, having those logos uh, was just incredible. And I am going to study this company a bit more because I think they're doing everything right. I, I think they're well worth studying. And I think the time you spend looking at them will be well spent. Um, and it's one of those companies, you know, we, when we heard of everything that was starting to happen in March and April, there were a lot of companies who were kind of panicking because they didn't know what to do. Uh, Horizon, I know, was panicking because they knew exactly what to do and all, all of a sudden found themselves incredibly in demand. And so in my conversations with them this past spring, the hours that they were working and, and the way that they were trying to rise to meet the challenge, I thought was really impressive. And they've been able to do that well. You know, they've been able to bring in some of those big clients that you were talking about. And I think the you know, one of those core problems of fintech that we've seen over the last decade is how do you get people to change their habits? You know, you can have the technology out there, 
But at the end of the day, the people who are in the branch, the customers, the employees, the people who are actually using this technology on the front lines need to be the ones advocating for it. And being able to provide a technology is one thing, but being able to train your employees to train their customers on it, to advocate for it is, is another. And what we've seen that they've been able to accomplish has been very impressive, I think. Um, and it really creating that adoption side of it. Um, and obviously they have a lot of tech solutions that, that do that, but I don't want to underplay the amount of tech in the platform. But that human element, I think, is so interesting. And the fact that they have been so successful there is, is really noteworthy. Well, the, the gamification of it is really cool. I don't know if I told you this, but I guess it was 40 years ago, we were working with an internet banking firm and they did a, a test. They had a brochure at the teller line saying, try our internet banking. And so they were watching the customer interaction and the teller would secretly say, here's a brochure, but you really don't want to do this. <laughs> and so uh, this gamification made you know, their customers, whether it's RBC or whomever, you know, get excited about the digital offerings. And if the financial institution employees can't get excited about the offerings, they're not going to be, you know, knowledgeable and helpful. Right. Or the worst case, they would actually undercut it, right? That's that's the what, what, what you just described there. So now we talked about the other side of it, the, the lending side of it. Our next winner to cover is a company called LendSmart using AI to help automate and, and you know, ease communication and transparency in the lending process. This is another company where you think you're really driving right at one of the biggest pain points in financial services. You know, how do we make that process better? It's you know, every single person I talk to who goes through uh, a mortgage process or any kind of financing process hates it, right? It's, it's really not easy. Um, and of course, on the back end, it's not easy for bank customers as, or bank employees as well. So here's one where you look at the technology and think maybe this is actually something that can start to reverse that tide and, and make the whole lending process easier. You're absolutely right. And I really liked what LendSmart had to say about you don't have to enter anything that we can't grab off the documents or the stuff that you upload, you know, related to yeah. the 1003. Because I, I went through uh, the mortgage process earlier this year. We were looking at buying a piece of property and it was a freaking nightmare, man. I mean, it was like 25 hours of my time finding all the documents I needed, uploading, filling out the forms. And this was just for the front end on the processing system. So they've got a great approach. And, and the fact that they can improve production, you know, 200% or whatever in a number of time. And, and I think they said the small business side, they can get a product done through the pipeline in 21 minutes on the origination side was fantastic. Right. Yeah. You hope that number's for real, right? And obviously, uh, you know, the Finnovate stage, you sometimes see people making bold claims, but as often as not, they back them up. And, and I think that's one where you think there's obviously room for improvement there. There's, uh, and, and if this does catch on, think about how many people's lives it will make easier. And then on the other side of it, you know, we have Monit, uh, an application really looking at small businesses, um, you know, getting them not just uh, lending, but also some guidance around it, some additional background. So another, you know, we, we've heard over the course of the last six months how small businesses have been impacted by everything that's gone on around the pandemic. Clearly, this is a, another major pain point. Um, what, what was your take on how Monet was tackling that? I thought Steve Dow did a great job. They sit in kind of a unique space in that we've seen the collapse of OnDeck, Cabbage, uh, Capital Access Network, a lot of the cash flow based non bank lenders, right? So those have all folded. They're all gone now. So 
this organization seems to have the IT and the intellectual property to do good AI related to cash flow for non-bank lenders. I didn't hear, I might have missed it, I didn't hear anything related to PPP, but if they're doing that kind of lending, that's gonna be huge. And hopefully there'll be another round of those kind of loans for small business next year. Yeah, certainly there's a massive pain point there and there's a big need for it. And you would hope that people from all sides will kind of rise to, to meet that need. Um, and, and it will continue to be a pain point for a while. And it's, it's more than just kind of a capital question for a lot of these small businesses, but certainly easing that side of it and looking at you know, how we can really analyze the creditworthiness of small businesses and, and lend to them in a way that's intelligent while also providing those businesses tools. You know, we've, we've seen companies trying to do this for quite a while now at Finnovate. Um, and and you know, Monet certainly looks like they've got the right pieces in place to uh, make a good run here. And, and then let's let's end with a discussion on you know our final winner here, Q2, obviously a very well-known name in uh, in fintech with a pretty groundbreaking announcement uh, from my perspective. What were your thoughts as you were watching that demo unfold? Oh, well, full disclosure, we launched Q2. We represented them for many years. Hank Seal brought us in, the founder, and I really have a great fondness for the company. And I think what they're doing related to the App Store and their example of using auto books was really good because there's a lot of organizations like you know QuickBooks trying to disintermediate the financial institution related to the relationship with the business customer. And Q2 just showed, hey, here's an easy app store. We've got uh, the Calibre SDK. We connect with 40 core systems. We currently work with 450 financial institutions. I mean, this, this would be a really good solution for any financial institution that wanted to be able to offer more easier digital solutions for their customers, whether they're business or consumer. Yeah, well, and I think from my standpoint, one of the things that I was really uh, heartened to see was, or what I kind of hope will happen is that this will put pressure on other sides of the industry as well. You know, there are a lot of players in the space, competitors to Q2, who um, my, my hope is will, will see this and respond and kind of push themselves forward. You know, at its best, I think Finnovate can serve to accelerate this kind of competitive environment by raising the bar and, and letting companies in a very public way demonstrate what they're doing and being able to do that and, and forcing your competitors to watch you as you do that, I think is, is good for the industry as a whole because you know, it, it just pushes people. And so my, my sincere hope here is that we look at Finsley, we look at Q2 and we see other companies like FIS, like Pfizer, take this and say, okay, this is a challenge now. We need to um, come back and, and make sure that we're keeping up with everybody. And, and I, you know, I, I'm obviously limited in what I can say about some, what's going on in some of those other companies, but I know they have things in the works as well. And I just hope that the entire industry improves here because this, you know, this core service limitation has been something which has been a pain point for particularly smaller banks. You know, I spoke at the ICBA conference a couple of years back and you, you could hear this pain in the, on the part of the attendees that they felt like they were limited by their core service providers. And now, you know, we can get that group to kind of elevate, to push forward and really bring a bunch of different types of fintech under the umbrella. It can only make the industry as a whole better and make all of those banks stronger and more resilient at a moment where we really need them to be. Absolutely. I mean, a lot, I, I can't speak to all the core systems, but I know there are 
maybe hundreds, if not thousands of, of FIs in the United States running on core systems that have some code that's 40 or 50 years old. So you're not going to be able to rip and replace those things. You're going to, you're going to have to overlay solutions that make it easy for anybody to use, whether it's a B2B or B2C, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, well, we, we've gone a little bit over our allotted time, but I do want to just take a moment and kind of get your reflections on the event as a whole. Obviously, these five companies elevated themselves. They, they differentiated themselves from the pack but there were a number of other speakers and, and other companies presenting as well. Um, our first digital event, you know, maybe not quite as smooth as we would have liked it to go, but uh, overall, I thought it came across as pretty successful at sharing those insights and getting the technologies out there. Not that I'm leading you in any direction, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, Greg, you know, uh, it's hard when you try to do something new and different that's never been done before. But I was pleasantly surprised after going to, I don't know, 20, 25 Fenevates that it went as smooth as it did. There were some technical issues on day two, but the first day it was smooth. It was great. It, you caught up on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. The keynotes were great. I actually sat in a couple of, of the breakout sessions as well and enjoyed that because I had one of the things we were talking about as a management team is one good thing about Finnovate Digital is I was able to interact with maybe a dozen people in a breakout session that I would not have normally had the opportunity to be exposed to that. So there's actually a big plus being a digital event as well as an on-premise event. Well, certainly we've been trying to take it with that viewpoint, looking at what can you do in a digital event that you can't do in an in-person event. Um, obviously, there are things that you can only do in an in-person event, and we knew that those pieces would be things that people would miss coming into this. But we wanted to try and play around on the other side of the, the coin as well and thinking, what can we offer here that's unique now? What, what new capabilities do we have? And you know, again, just like we're seeing some of the companies uh, up on, on our stage have done both at this show and, and at previous events, you know, there are going to be moments where change is inevitable, but you need to think about it from the standpoint of what's new and cool that I can do instead of what is going to be painful that I have to give up. I'm not going to lie. I miss the happy hour. I miss being able to be there in Midtown. And, and there's just no feeling like being on stage in front of a thousand people that that adrenaline rush is incredibly you and Metallica are right. in the same boat, you know? Right. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I definitely appreciate that. And so you know, we'll be doing it all again. We'll be doing another digital event here in a couple of months. We have Finnovate West coming up in November um, and another great lineup of, of presenting companies there. I am going to go out on a limb and say you'll probably be there as well, William. Uh, I plan to be. Excellent. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time to chat with me today. Um, My pleasure. I appreciate your, your thoughts. We will be continuing to talk about Finnovate Fall on the podcast here, including some interviews with all of these best of show winners individually. We'll get some more background information on what they have done behind the scenes, getting ready to get on stage at Finnovate, on the virtual stage, I should say. And, and just some more aspects of those stories. We'll also be ca catching up with some of the speakers from the event as well and sharing more about that. So keep an ear out for new episodes on the Finnovate podcast. They'll be coming fast and furious from here. A lot of great guests, great content to cover. Um, but for now, we'll leave you to it. William, thanks again. Pleasure. My pleasure. I appreciate it, Greg. 
The Finnovate podcast is produced by Informa Connect in association with Provoke.fm Media. Check out Finnovate.com for information on Finnovate's upcoming shows and to learn how you can get involved. The discount code Finnovate Podcast will save you 20% on tickets to all of our events. And you can email us at info at for information on sponsoring, speaking, or demoing. Thanks for listening.